an honor beyond words. We are here with, and we're going to get clarity on this, you guys. Is he the announcer? Is he the narrator? We don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We just, we don't know. People in the Facebook group are like, stop calling him the announcer. Call him the narrator. Stop calling him the narrator. Call him the announcer. We don't know. We're going to get there. And I'm going to call him a voiceover artist. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> you know what I'm going to call him? I'm going to call him Christopher Walker. Welcome to an interview segment on Obsessed with Disappeared. Hi. Oh, hi, guys. It's, I'm so happy to be here. This is fantastic. <laughs> I said this before we started recording. I got to just get this off my chest and then we'll move on. We've right. only been talking for 30 seconds and your voice is very, very sexy. I really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't feed him. Don't, don't, yeah. don't. <laughs> Wait, do you prefer Chris or Christopher? I am good with both. Okay. So, Mr. Walker, where are you coming to us from? Where are you in the world? I, well, today, I'm going to let Ellen figure out where I am. Ooh. There's a cardboard uh, box not far from me. Are you in Boston? It was a bargain. <laughs> I'm not in Boston, but you're in are the you, right. Are you in Medford? Are you in Swampskit? Are you in Worcester? Are you down the Cape? Are you in Cambridge? Are you in Taunton? I am lucky enough to be in Martha's Vineyard. You're down the <gasps> Cape. I grew up on I'm Cape Mar- Cod. Cool. Martha's Vineyard. I'm so lucky right now. So, Where are you based when you're not on the vineyard? In Washington, D.C., which I think it's currently um, about 200 degrees yeah, there and 100% humidity. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no. Uh, and which is how I got connected in part with ID because Discovery's whole operation was in um, suburban Maryland just outside DC in Silver Spring. Oh, a lot of people, both production companies and voiceover people, everybody else, um, got work out of that. Now, since then, they've sort of reorganized a bunch of times and they're up in New York. I can't believe we're talking to you. In my ears, I'm hearing you and I'm like, wait, where did she go? And then I realized, no, this isn't an episode. We're just having a conversation. (laughs) It's so crazy. I have a couple questions, but we also just want to kind of like give you the floor. But my first question is, so this is, I'm listening to you, but this is not your disappeared voice. So is that something you like turn on? July 23rd, 2020, two (laughs) podcasters (laughs) embarked on what seemed like any other podcast (laughs) on any other Thursday. The timbre! But in a shocking twist that would turn the case inside out. Oh my. Uh, Yeah, it's put on a little. It's also, um, you know, talking about disappearances and murders, so the tone changes. Yeah, Um, right. And then it's also also being right up in the microphone in the studio. And I think some of that is you're trying to create these very, these dark, mostly dark, intimate stories. So you go into that mode and, you know, so yeah. I don't walk around. I did, Ellen, I took a, because I I try to keep current and keep learning. So I was taking a voiceover class in New York and they gave me a piece of copy and it was something, something like, you know, like a, like a toothpaste product. And, you know, I got my notes from the the casting director and that was good. And then somebody in the room said, um, you should do those like crime shows on ID. I was like, well, as a matter of fact, I, I, that is what I do. Uh, yeah. Maybe you need to figure out how to lose that sound when you're talking about, you know, whitens your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like threatening a thing. 
That is absolutely <laughs> horror film commercial. Right. Bullshit. You don't want your you don't want your teeth whitened after hearing that. You're like, right. I'm fine with how my teeth look now. Thanks. I mean, I feel like Patrick would buy anything you're selling at this point. It's true. Oh my god. It's absolutely there's there's no question. I'll just give you my credit card. Just sell me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just, every time he just needs a pick me up, he's like, Chris, here's thirty bones. Will you just talk to me for five minutes? There you go. Thank you. Wait, how did you book the gig? So I started out as a um, theater actor in Washington, D.C. in the 90s. I grew up in New England, in Connecticut. But we'd go down there and see amazing theater in Washington, D.C. They have great theater in Washington. Yeah. I had been doing theater. I um, found a day job that was working in the engineering side of audiobooks for the Library of Congress. And that transitioned into doing the other side, narrating. And then... um, I had a friend who was a director in theater, but she started working in documentaries. And I Mm -hmm. said, well, how do you get into this? And I'd done demos. And uh, she got me in front of some people that were doing shows for TLC, uh, which at that time was more like actual history material. I did something called Unsolved Histories for them. Right, before they started doing like polygamy documentaries and like yeah channel would sort of reinvent itself every couple of years right it's the learning channel you guys yeah it's the learning channel but like there's literally a show that's like my six wives like that's like a show it's like you're learning right that's true that's true But when you got the contract, please answer me this. Were you billed as announcer or narrator? (laughs) Because this is, I mean, the amount of mail, Christopher, that we get. I mean, snail mail. We get hate mail. Mm -hmm. We get people like, how dare you call him an announcer? Which version gets the most reactions? I feel like announcer is the more ridiculous option. Like, you're not an announcer. Like, you're narrating. Like, you're, you're tying things together. You're tying the story for us together. Right? Yeah. 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 Probably the only thing that made me, uh, you know, uh, a little bit um, apprehensive about uh, coming to talk to you guys is uh, I didn't want you to stop. Just say like. (laughs) So then the announcer says, "I I like announcer in in your in your mode. Uh, Narrator works. They're both they're both uh, accurate. I just didn't want you to start like referring me to me by name all the time. We should make our friend Chris then said. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah." Yeah. The best gag about it is that, like, it it honestly feels like you re- like you did your recording of your copy without ever, like, having seen the episode. Because it, there will literally be instances of them, of, like, the sister being like, and then Michael, like, went to the grocery store and we never saw him again. And then, like, the your line will be like, the family had no idea that he went to the grocery <laughs> right, store. Yeah. And I'm like, I had this vision of you sitting on your couch watching it when it aired, just like face palming being like you guys but he did know you know what i mean the sad thing is i had a script in front of me that had their transcript you know it it had what (laughs) right because by the time they put me on there they've made the they've made the cut it's the length it's going to be they've basically included who they're going to include so they they've already transcribed that guy's comment saying like, you know, he yeah. gone to the grocery store or whatever. Right. So I have that in front of me to argue with them or not. But um, <laughs> there's a lot of doing what I was uh, told what I'm assigned to do. <laughs> My favorite is like the sisters like and then we the family found out that he actually had a secret girlfriend. And then you're like, the family was shocked when they learned yeah. that he had a secret girlfriend. And I'm like, girl, Christopher, no, girl, she wasn't shocked. We, she just told us that before you did. <laughs> 
The family was That's shocked. So funny. How do you feel when we when we poke fun at you, Christopher? Oh, I love it. I actually, so I had looked at something. It must have been one of your Instagram things. And Patrick said, um, we've invited him on. And uh, she didn't really tell him that we make fun of him. So then I was thinking, like, I was actually expecting a much higher, uh, much more gloves off making fun. No, we are terrified in real life. We will make fun of anybody behind their back. But you look us in the face and we are very polite. Yeah. But as you probably learned, you have to be careful making fun of me because the, the ID fans are, like, kind of intense yeah id fans are loyal intense like they call them id addicts oh my god really that's a thing i love that i don't know if that was a clever marketing thing or or people actually started calling themselves that but there are people whose viewer viewer habits i mean they will just leave it on yeah it's good stuff girl they love it but wait what did you think when you found out that there number one how did you find out that there was a true crime comedy podcast recapping disappeared and what were your thoughts before you heard it i i I tweeted oh 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 oh. but you know i mean so yeah ellen saw in real time kind of what my reaction was which i I don't know i guess i sort of assumed that it wouldn't be maybe it's just the name made it clear like i didn't i didn't have any doubts for a second that it was going to be like uh trashy yeah that you were going to be making (laughs) horrible basic I mean, I think she saw in, in pretty much real time my Twitter reaction to it, which was, oh, my God, this this sounds perfect. <laughs> she, she said, you have to come on our show. And I yes. said, yes, I do. What did you think when you started listening? Were you did Do you like what we're doing? One thing I really liked was, uh, so after I list, got caught up, and this was like a week, so this was before like your last episode, what is Maura Murray's sister's name? Julie. Julie. When I listened to your interview with Julie, and that was the kind of thing where I was like, okay, th- there's family signing on to this. The family's getting it. So yeah. clearly, like, there's an understanding of, of what's going on here. And I think anything that brings the cases back yeah. and is going to get, you know, people continuing to look at these cases, at this kind of material. One thing that you brought up that I think is Super important. You know, maybe it's a little bit of a critique of the show overall at this point, but also like our culture, yeah. which is, and I think, I think you, you bring this up in, in my, is episode eight, um, is talking about the huge disparity. Oh, yeah. In both in our show, but our, our show reflects the culture at large, culture and the situation, the huge disparity in terms of yeah. missing white people and missing people of color. I do know I do know that there were producers aware of this and you know working in that direction as time went on. They also were dealing and this is not um, meant as an excuse but just an understanding. Oh, not to burst your bubble on how long the hallways are. <laughs> So the people producing the show is a a company that's now closed early this year um, called Peacock Productions that was a subsidiary of NBC, so hence the name. And they were in the 30 Rock building. Mm. Um, So they were hired out by ID. And then I worked down in in D.C. And and for several of the seasons, I worked uh, in an NBC affiliate. So they they figured out how to get me into this NBC affiliate Somebody would set me up with a room down there and there'd be a line direct to New York. Yeah. So it was actually all right, the way right, from right. D.C. to New York. So the hallway's even that much longer. 
So now we know that they're actually screaming to you from New York City down to D.C. That's why they have to scream so loud. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we're not, we're really not too far off. I mean, I imagine it to be like this big open space and obviously one person is at one corner and the other person is, who has all the information is right. at the other corner. In one big like folder, right? Totally. Yeah, because yeah. I... I always imagine it's you being like, no, she's not surprised. And then it has to go like a game of telephone. Did he say not surprised? No, he said he thought she was. No, I think he said not surprised. Like it goes all the way down the hallway before it gets to the other person who knows. She was just joyed. Right. <laughs> she was sufficiently joyed. Oh, man. We are like slowly but surely falling in love with you. I have a geeky question to ask. Like how long when you get these, like sort of like walk us through. So an average episode is like 30 minutes long. And they're like, hey, Christopher, here's the script. Give us six reads of each one. Or do you just like blast through it? Like, like walk us through that. So one thing about this show is because, you know, and I was I was looking back at the wiki page to see sort of just refresh my memory on some things. And, and you know, I think the season you guys are doing now is maybe 12 episodes. Yeah. Then maybe we yep. max out around 17 episodes in a couple seasons later. That's about as many as we did. But, um, you know, because they're going all over. Although mostly to Florida, right? I, I'm glad you guys noticed that too. <laughs> we love yeah. Florida. Around season two, I was like, why are all these, why does everyone go missing in Florida? Yeah. Um, <laughs> why? Please help us. We really us. do need to get to the bottom of that. I know, yeah, it's the whole Florida. Florida has a lot of things going on. Yeah. So because they're sending people all over, there would be, you know, if it's a, if it's a 12 episode um, season, I might work with eight, to 10 different producers who rotate through. So like, and if I work with someone on, on episode one, I might not work with them again until like episode eight. Mm -hmm. So that there were, they would all have their own ways of working. Uh, so in a long way to answer your question. So sometimes, um, people would really micromanage a little bit and want to, um, okay, let's, let's turn up. We need to turn up the drama here. Can you give us more shocking on shocking. <laughs> I feel like I could tell you exactly which episodes that happen on. Can we get more berries in this uh, in-household? <laughs> Christopher, you really did your homework before coming on this interview. You are making our day right now. You are feeding our enlarged egos. Not to alarm you, I was like, um, while out here, I I've been um, uh, mountain biking. Not really mountain biking because it's like, I can't do anything <laughs> very athletic, but like <laughs> riding on trails in the woods. And so I started listening to some of the episodes while doing that. But, and you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I know it's a little scarily close to hiking. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you guys, should we just move in together? I feel like we I mean, found honestly, our chosen family. We can get, we can get so much work done. We can pump out some content. We should really consider it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm in. Do any of the cases, like, stand out to you? Are there any that you remember being like, oh, my God, that was especially crazy? Yeah, yeah. Um, Amber, is it Gerwig? Oh, we're only on season one, so I don't even know. Okay. Um, well, don't look, Don't even look it up. Just watch it. Okay. Patrick, hold on one second. Yeah. Hello, who is it? Oh, we're getting Hi, a live visit. It's an, it's an abduction in process. About the lights? No, they're here about the lights. No, I don't know what you're talking about. She doesn't know. She had no idea. It's on my what? They were talking about the lights. 
recording a podcast right now. Could Ellen you come found back it hard. Later? To talk to them <laughs> while being there. I, I thought you were Amazon. She okay. thought they were Amazon. Sure, but another in a shocking time, yes. reversal. All right, thank you. They weren't Amazon. Wait, wait. <laughs> what is happening? Did you, Ellen? Did you hear that whole? Did you hear what just happened? No. What happened? Ellen answered the door in the middle of a podcast. No. Is he saying? Is he saying Ellen? Is he saying it funny? <laughs> Ellen Mark. It's like he's trying to pronounce the Y. It's just a regular. It's just like Ellen. It's just like... <laughs> oh God. He retypes the script for him. He can't. He can't do it. It's like he's trying to pronounce the why. Wait, Christopher, this actually oh was just one long audition. You got the job. You're our co-host. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You nailed it. I am dead. Christopher, you just made my day. That was the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. But Ellen, are you okay with whatever that Oh, I'm fine. I just, I buzzed in because I thought it was Amazon and this guy goes, hi, it's Andre. I was like, like, oh. like he was. He, yeah, he wasn't like, hi, I'm from, you know, your gas company. He just literally said, hi, I'm Andre. Oh, my God. That uh, was just so weird. I'm going to get killed. I'm going to be on this show next week. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I've got to run in a few minutes, but I, before I go, I wanted to know, like, what are you doing now? What is your life? Yeah, that's what I want to know, too. I, that's funny. I had just come back to doing a little bit of theater in the fall and... And I had a show that closed in D.C. Uh, we extended for a week and then we closed the extension because of COVID around like oh. March, whatever, 7th, whatever that was. So that was grueling and, and educational to come back to. I've been working and again, we're sort of waiting to see what happens COVID wise. But I've been working on a web series called uh, Thespian mm. uh, that is on okay. Amazon and Amazon Prime. Voiceover wise, uh, some things on um Smithsonian Channel. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, series on uh, different Cold War phenomenon. And um, yeah, that's sort of what's been going on recently. A little bit of an audio drama for a company called Graphic Audio. That's uh, It's sort of like the audio equivalent. It's like audio drama meets uh, graphic novel. Oh my God, that is so cool. Well, when the world goes back to normal and you come to New York, will you come into the studio and hang out with us? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh, that would be such a dream. You are hilarious. I feel like we might like be in the middle of a podcast and be recording and be like, wait, should we just call Christopher and ask him real quick? <laughs> yeah, you should. You definitely should. <laughs> Oh my god, that is a great idea. Will you like? Will you come back and join us? Like, will you just? Will you be around? Like with us? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, oh my god, Christopher, will you just be our friend? I will know you just that be too. Our... <laughs> yeah, we are now friends. Oh my god, this is so fun. Our listeners are going to be so excited. Will you go ahead and drop all your social media stuff so people can find you and stalk you and see what you're up to? Yeah, most of it is. So it's a uh, voice of Walker on Twitter. I just joined Instagram for to connect with somebody. Um, and I'm Christopher Crutchfield Walker on there. I should just make it voice of Walker on everything. So are you okay if we keep making fun of you? I actually cut something from a recent episode because I was like, oh, we're going to be talking to him soon and I don't want him to be mad. It was again, it was like, and the family didn't know that his truck was at the office. And then his mother's like, and so we knew that the truck was at the office. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> I go, announcer, do you even hear yourself sometimes? <laughs> 
So now I would now we're just gonna call you Chris and we're just gonna keep making fun of you. Is that okay? I hope so. Okay, good. Here. What a dream. Thank you so much for talking to us, for meeting with us. I can't wait to meet you in person when the world goes back to normal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This has been a huge boost for me to uh, hear you guys going back through the show. The thing about it is that, like, you're the only constant in the episodes, which is why we talk about you so much. You know what I mean? It's like you're the only one who's there for every single – are you – are there seasons that you don't do? Oh, yeah. That's my whole uh, drama with it is – so they they ghost canceled us. Oh right, for six <sighs> seasons. I was like, great, we get, you know, I'll miss that. But wow, we got you know six seasons out of it. That that's pretty fantastic. And then they they brought back this um, specials version of it. I think they did maybe four. Yes, yeah. And they did it with a. They brought in a live host who I think was a private detective. And oh. so you don't need you don't need another voiceover. And then they decided to bring the show back in in full seasons again. And they put another narrator on the show. And I, you know, a little... Hell no. Yeah, no. And at some point, someone I knew at ID said, I think they're going to do this. So just, you know, heads up. So, you know, they brought it back with this guy. And um, then people started getting... And this is sort of what I was referring to with like... Gotta look out for the ID fans, yeah, um, and be on their side. Yeah, I know. Because seriously. they started getting all feisty on um, all the social media that ID was on. So on Facebook and Twitter, and they made a ruckus. And wow, I sound really old. They made a ruckus. <laughs> I'm I'm 150 uh, years old, and they made a ruckus on the social media. And uh, then the next season, uh, they brought me back. And it's funny because I ran into one of the ID execs at a conference and trade show called Real Screen. And he's like, oh yeah, the people got upset and we brought you back. And I was like, look, um, just so you know, I didn't like mastermind that. I didn't like- Yeah, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't like bring in the troops. Bring back Christopher! He's like, yeah, no, we know. We, we actually checked. And uh, yeah, we looked up like your seven Twitter followers and yeah. that clearly you were not not a social media mastermind. <laughs> so that was really rewarding. That was a, a really fun experience. And then we did like two more seasons before they they ghosted us again. So who knows? Uh, well, look, I, I'm not even joking. We're going to get all of our listeners on it. We, we want the show to come back. We're obsessed. obsessed with you and so now just like action items as soon as the world goes back to normal we're gonna hang out and get drinks and then like bring you into the studio and just like I would love for you to sit in on an episode I think that would be really fun yeah or if you need a consult or you know need to settle a burning question yes (laughs) about how much we knew in the in the studio oh my god well, Chris Walker, I'm obsessed with you. Thank you for doing this. And we are just going to like. Thank you so this much. Just, this is not goodbye. This is like text me every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christopher, you're laughing. You're laughing. But this has been 20 years of my life and he's not kidding. So. <laughs> and he's still here. We uh, love you, Christopher. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. 